Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jazz Spires joins us from the Rink Live. Jazz, how you doing? I'm doing great, Steve. I apologize for being tardy. I got caught up. I'm watching outdoor hockey, uh, Ohio State and Michigan playing at the Cleveland Browns Stadium right now. Uh, and here's what's nice for Gopher fans. It's a battle for second place. Gophers have clinched the Big Ten. That race is over. Yeah, and with a big, big win over the Nittany Lions, just blew them out. And, you know, it's one of the going into last night's game, number one, Penn State is always a tough place to play uh, because it's a great rink and they get great crowds, and it's, it's kind of an intimidating place. Number two, you know, like I said, Thursday night without playing a game, the Gophers clinch the Big Ten title. So they really have nothing to play for as far as the conference goes. Now, you want to keep winning. You want to keep momentum. And obviously, you want to keep your spot in the computer rankings and the pairwise and all that. But Penn State's in a battle for home ice. So going into last night's game, you know, you can overthink it and say, well, Penn State has a lot more to play for. They're the more desperate team. They're going to come out with a real fire and instead, it was the Gophers just lighting things up. And the fun story last night, obviously, Logan Cooley, first kid from Pennsylvania in the history of Gopher hockey. Uh, he's from Pittsburgh, which is two and a half hours or so from Penn State. He's had a dozen family there. He's playing in his home state for the Gophers for the first time. And in the second period, he puts up a goal and four assists. He has five points just in the second period. So, what a fun story for him. What a fun homecoming and, and all of that stuff. So uh, they get the rematch tonight at 530, and that's the Gophers' last road game probably for a month. Uh, they, don't, uh, they will have home ice, obviously, in the Big Ten playoffs. They're home next weekend to close out the regular season. And then uh, this team's not going to go on the road again until the NCAA regional round. Yeah, and I, I saw a tweet from a veteran sports writer here in town, Patrick Royce. Uh He is on the bandwagon. Um, and I don't know if it was tongue-in-cheek or not, but uh, I saw a tweet, Patrick, you know, expects them to win it all. Patrick, uh, yeah, Patrick gave him his blessing last night. Now, yeah. of course, you know, I, 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 on Twitter, it's, it's kind of a fun marketplace of ideas, and immediately somebody said, well, there's the kiss of death, you know, if, if Patrick thinks they're going to win it all yeah. this year. They're, yeah. they're, they're in tough shape. But, yeah, there's, uh, this, there's a lot to like about this team, and it's, it's fun. It's a, it's a fun team to watch, and it's been a fun season. They've got one banner, but it's interesting this week, you know, or even last week, being in Madison where they could have clinched last Saturday, Bob Mosco doesn't want to talk about the Big Ten title. None of the players want to talk about the Big Ten title. I've heard that on Monday at practice they're going to have kind of a quiet, you know, team-only thing where they bring out the trophy and they can celebrate a little bit with each other and get pictures taken. But it's very clear that that, that banner, that trophy is real cool, but that's not the ultimate goal. Yeah, and that that is good to see that, hey, that's nice, but uh, that is just part of the journey to what uh, would be a Frozen Four and a championship. Certainly good to see, and I, I, I don't think we're surprised, and, and we've talked about it. I, I thought from the moment Bob Motzko got the job that eventually he would get this program in a spot, considering what he did at St. Cloud State, that uh, 
they they would be competing year in and year out. And I, I think we're at that moment where the the expectation is now is that beyond the Big Ten that, that they're going to be at frozen fours. And, you know, let's keep in mind the cover wasn't exactly bare when Don Lucia decided to step away no. from coaching. You know, they were – they were still contending for the NCAA tournament every year. They were still winning Big Ten titles. You know, all of that part, it was just time for a change. You know, one big difference we've seen, especially in the last year and a half, two years, is the crowds have come back to 3M Arena at Mariucci. And I know that was a, a big, big thing for the athletic administration is to get butts in the seats, get them selling tickets again. They've done a nice job of reducing some ticket prices. I know that was a complaint of a lot of fans that they felt that they'd been priced out a little bit and they've given them some fun stuff to cheer about so for me steve the moment of uh kind of here's what you brought bob mosco in for about a year ago when they won the big 10 title last year on a saturday night against wisconsin big win against their arch rival before a packed house at 3m arena at mariucci and after the game's over the, the, you know the, the stands are full the place is roaring and their athletic director comes out on the ice and hands the Big Ten trophy to their to their captain, Sammy Walker. And I'm thinking, there's why you hired Bob Motzko right there. That's that's mission accomplished, or at least at yeah. least one mission accomplished. Now, when uh, we we got started and uh, we were able to get you on the line, of, I, I was talking a little bit about St. Thomas women's hockey, Minnesota and St. Thomas. Gophers win it 2-1 to one in overtime. Same two teams tonight over in St. Paul. We have talked about St. Thomas. They've got the, the new building coming online for men's and women's basketball, men's and women's hockey. Uh, we have talked about the recruiting battles. For me, the first program at St. Thomas that will legitimately be able to compete for, for Division One championships it's going to be that women's hockey program. Um, I I think this has the potential to be a phenomenal rivalry in college hockey, and it, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if not too far down the road uh, the Tommies find their way into a women's Frozen Four. Here is an indication of how high the expectations are at St. Thomas already, and we're in just their second year Right. of playing at the Division One level in all sports. But here, here's an indication of, of what they expect is going to happen. Phil Eston, their athletic director, who is, you know, he's working at his alma mater. He works some at Penn State. He's got a lot of experience at bigger Division One schools. Part of the deal with them moving from Division Three directly to Division One, which is very rare, but part of the deal was I think they had something like a five-year moratorium where they can't, participate in the NCAA tournament for the first five years of that adventure. Yeah. Well, already in year two, it's become very clear, and it's been reported by uh, you know some folks that Phil Eston is already talking to the NCAA saying, hey, we got to cut that down to you know three years, four years, something like that. But he's, he's basically saying we are NCAA ready sooner than, than this moratorium allows. And you know he's not saying in what specific sport. But I don't think there's any question with what their football team has done. I don't think there's any question with what their basketball team is doing this year. And, yeah, you look at the recruiting class that Joel Johnson has for their women's hockey program coming in next year. The Tommies, Achilles heel on the women's hockey side this year, can't score goals. You know, they're getting one or two goals a night on a good night. And you just can't win consistently that way. 
you look at the Ms. Hockey list, the, the 10 candidates for Ms. Hockey, and I think about half of them are heading to the Tommies next year. So oh, yeah. uh, at least as far as young talent, uh, <laughs> they're, they're going to have some building blocks really soon here. Yeah, and to to play the Gophers the way they did at overtime before falling two to one, seeing two teams in St. Paul, but that that'll be very interesting to see. And we we have talked about the the recruiting battles, and Brad Frost and company over at Minnesota still get their pick, but there are so many good girls players. I was at that Section Four AA final at Aldrich Arena between Gentry Academy and Hill Murray, won by Gentry 4-1, to one, and a lot of great players on the ice, and uh, a number of them heading for St. Thomas. So that, that illustrates your point. Yep, absolutely. And, and, hey, tournament starts already next week. How about that? We have Wednesday already. We've got uh, girls' state tournament games in the Class A level. It's it's. It's uh, it's a fun time of year. Snow's melting a little bit, you know. It's a little bit warmer. Get a little more sunshine, and we've got uh, we've got tournament hockey. So, and speaking of that, we are going to break down the brackets coming up following the weather break. So we'll have a rundown of the A and the Double A bracket. Who are the number ones? Uh, the fun starts Wednesday at eleven in A, and then of course Double A Thursday at eleven a.m. And then uh, Channel Forty Five will will have television coverage of the uh, semifinals and the championship games one week from today. Jess, always good to visit with you, man. All right. Always good to talk hockey, Steve. Have a great weekend. All right. There he is, Jess Myers from the rink live uh, joining us. He is in State College, PA. Golden Gopher men are rolling toward the postseason. Uh, They are the Big Ten regular season champs and uh, look to be poised to frozen four, maybe a title this year. We'll see. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 